0: This is a part of Chester Live's Women's Day special, where we give the platform for female entertainers to have conversations and share their stories and experiences as women succeeding in the entertainment industry. We got to chat to Boititulo. Here's a woman who needs no introduction and has been taking strides as an entrepreneur and a rapper. is filled with flavor but you know that or who secured the latest bag or just who's dripping with sauce and who's adding the spice because if it's hot then it's definitely in the cheese pod so in addition to uh, all your other titles you are a major stakeholder and director of BTMK beverages. So tell me, mm-hmm. how does it even feel to really be just at the top of your game?
1: It it feels incredible, honestly. It's it's such a it's such an empowering moment, you know, because these are things that sometimes one can only kind of dream of. Um, but I think it's also it's it's motivating and sometimes puts me a bit under pressure because you know it's almost like you have to well most of the time i'm obviously in competition with myself so um every time i do something you know that is on a certain standard and a level it's it's almost like i'm under pressure to almost beat that level so sometimes i'm just like oh gosh how do i do better than this but i think um apart from that it's it's a moment of pride i'm i'm very proud of myself and it's not the easiest thing to say <laughs> you know we put so much pressure on ourselves to always do our best so and we forget to to kind of celebrate um moments where we've actually worked really hard and just to sit down with ourselves and be like you know what girl you've done well so yeah it's moments like these that just make me incredibly proud of myself definitely
0: and obviously being at the top of the game and being actually one of the most followed celebrities on social media um you spoke about pressure how do you deal with with all the eyes on you and i mean just the pressure that just comes with all of that
1: i think um you know, obviously, it's the nature of the beast you you know that that is what it is you're you're gonna have to deal with um scrutiny and people um wanting more and more from you and wanting to know more and more. but I think um as long as you try as much as you can well for me personally, I try as much as i can to to keep control of the narrative that I want out there um and you know to yeah to to give what I am able and willing and comfortable. To give in terms of people wanting
0: more and more out
1: of me, and yeah, just I think remaining as authentic and also keeping myself as a top priority—it's not the easiest. It's easier said than done, but I've learned throughout the years to to kind of keep myself as a priority because then it, it makes um, certain decisions easier when it comes to kind of protecting your peace of mind, protecting your your brand, protecting your your your, your sanctuary to a certain extent because obviously when you're in the public eye I mean everything is out there you know some things that you don't even know would be out there are out there so it's just trying to keep um control of um the narrative that you want out there as much as possible and doing everything you can to to kind of protect your peace of mind
0: yeah yeah, yeah definitely um so now we're obviously going through a whole pandemic we're in a lockdown alcoholic beverages are not necessarily in sale. Um, but you own one. So I want to actually know mm-hmm. what inspired you to actually enter that industry. Um, also during a, a time where it's, you know, it's quite shaky in that industry. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, obviously my, myself and Matthew, Matthew Crono, who is my, my business partner, when we met up, um, you know, he's, he's a full on expert in, in the beverage and winemaking industry, mm-hmm. um, so when we met up, it, it was a no-brainer. We we thought about different avenues of what kind of um what where in the beverage space do we want to tap into. We spoke about options and one of them was either wine or tequila, which are my favorite beverages. And I I actually was like, you know what? For the longest time, I've actually never um been able to find a tasty and well packaged and delicious um ready to drink beverage you know whether it's a cider or frizzante. i felt like i hadn't found one i know that there is you know there's a few out there that people really enjoy but uh, for me i never found one that i truly enjoyed and could you know um sip on and never feel like oh there's this weird aftertaste so i felt like why not go into this market into a space where you know for me i felt like there is a gap um firstly um in terms of taste and um packaging but more than anything also in the I guess that, you know, I know that the celebrity space, a lot of people are moving in the alcohol space, but um, I felt like there was a gap in the ready to drink market. And yeah, I just tapped into it. And, you know, for the longest time throughout my entrepreneurial journey, um, the thing that has been motivating me the most is always trying to create the things that I don't find. You know, if I feel like I can't find something, um, I don't um, go out looking for it more and more. I I feel like it's an opportunity for me to create it. So I um, I think that was the inspiration. Um behind the ready to drink a uh, bt signature mm-hmm.
0: and as a celebrity, obviously we've seen you uh, rub shoulders with quite a number of other renowned uh, personalities like uh, Bonang Matsheba for instance, who also has her own alcohol- alcoholic beverage. um do you think that that also sort of um, inspired you to enter into that industry?
1: a hundred percent we I think a lot of the times as uh, celebrities it's its almost like we want to run away from kind of um genuinely not admitting but but embracing the fact that you know as um someone who is in my career space who's also doing something remarkable and brilliant and just being like yes i'm inspired and it's mm-hmm. brilliant and i'm you know i'm motivated like goodness not even just when am creating her own um uh, MCC, but is Zintle, who is literally trailblazing in every form of, you know, um, industry with regards to everything that she's doing. Mm. So, so it's, it is, it's incredibly motivational to be around, um, uh, women like that, especially knowing that you, you're in the same industry. It kind of pushes you to feel like, oh, I can also try, you know? So definitely it's, it's inspirational. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's more inspirational than it is trying to be like no it was all me I never found any it's very motivational and Mm -hmm. I I was definitely um, kind of I wouldn't say inspired but it gave me the confidence to to take a route that might seem scary or might seem oversaturated but yeah it was a matter of why not you know Mm. so yeah it's good it's good motivation Mm.
0: and but one thing that you also did which is not something that uh, we see often when a celebrity actually embarks uh, in in that um, industry is the fact that you have a non-alcoholic um, option mm. with with this endeavor that you have embarked on. So, why was that actually important to you?
1: Um, so, the whole purpose of creating Beach Signature was a matter of um, you know making your mark and having a Beach Signature for every celebratory moment. And I understand, I, I, I understand to a certain extent my market and. You know, my supporters and my followers. So I wanted it to be an inclusive drink. I wanted it to, I wanted everyone to be able to experience it. You know, the, the non-alcoholic and the alcoholic, they taste pretty much the same. It's just that the one has, you know, contents of alcohol and the other one doesn't. So I wanted everyone to be able to enjoy Beauty Signature without like feeling like there's a group that's alienated. That's like, oh, I wish I could have it, but I don't drink. So, um, I think it was definitely like a a no-brainer for us to also with, with my younger, um, audience you know I wanted them as well to enjoy it and to to be a part of um the you know the moment of celebratory or celebrations rather with BT Mm. signature and I think it was important for me to to create um, a non-alcoholic so that everyone is included Um, Mm. yeah that was the reason Mm.
0: and um another thing is the fact that um when you launched your alcoholic beverage, obviously there was a bit of backlash that you experienced on social media with people questioning the price and so forth. Um how did you yeah. how do you even deal with that and how do you even respond to that? Yeah.
1: Yeah, obviously um you have to expect the, the kind of pushback from people, but it was not it was yeah, it's it's one of those things you have to leave room for, you know, people's expectations and people feeling like no or what but um we had to kind of as a team as BTMK, we had to kind of stick to our guns and be like we know the kind of product we've created we know um the premium quality that we are offering and so we we it was well thought out the pricing was completely well thought out and it goes according to how the process um it goes according to the process of creating the signature and you know the ingredients the fact that it's a natural um you know uh, beverage etc so we Definitely had to stick to our guns, and we we knew there, there would be some backlash, but you know we can't always just change things just because certain people you know don't. It's one of those understanding that there will be a market that will buy it and will want it, and that's all you have to stick to. As you always kind of change your mind over and over again according to you know certain public perception, but for us it was a matter of sticking to our guns because we understand that as a premium quality um Frisante and we we know the kind of product we're putting out there and we felt like the pricing was quite fair in terms of what we're offering so yeah I understood that the backlash was there and it was at first very stressful because I was like oh my god people are gonna but eventually we sat down with the team and you know we spoke thoroughly and honestly about it and yeah we all agreed that you know the reason why we we decided on the pricing is because of quality and the fact that it's a premium brand and um the fact that you know you'll always find your market it won't be everyone um but there will be some people who get it and who want it and that's just been the journey so far yeah
0: i'm not sure if you've actually touched on the success um uh of of the beverage since it launched but how is that even doing
1: i mean obviously not we started working on the brand in 2019 Mm. And, um, the pandemic was nothing that we could have ever imagined, um, to happen. You know, we, when we were working on this, it was exciting. We knew when the pandemic hit, um, I think it also just gave us a, an opportunity to work on things that we might have not, um, thought of. But also, I think it, yeah, it just gave us an opportunity to kind of figure out ways the delays and the, the alcohol, cancellation and this and that i think it just gave us an opportunity to work on more things and it gave us um, a little bit of time to you know to tighten things up and to perfect certain things here and there but um yeah regardless of the the also i think it also just um kind of we were very proud of ourselves for creating the non-alcoholic you know because um if that wasn't there obviously it would have been like not a disaster per se but we definitely were like it's we the per, the timing was perfect in regards to us like um releasing a non-alcoholic um because of, you know, the pandemic, etc. But yeah, it's been it's been great. The, the reception has been fantastic. The people who have been um who have bought it are return customers. So, you know, it's it's yeah, we're 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 glad and we're grateful. And now I think it's just a matter of um putting it further and further and more and more into various spaces with regards to distribution and that's about it but yeah the it's been successful but mm. obviously with the pandemic and everything that's happened it's it's a no-brainer that you know we were affected but um also motivated to you know continue and to see how we we build it moving forward once everything kind of goes back to whichever normal it's going to be mm. Mm.
0: Well, now having actually ventured into the alcoholic beverage space, and as much as we have a non-alcoholic, um, it kind of uh, puts you in a space where now people actually care about your opinion where it comes to how um, alcohol affa- affects the the black community. So, what what is your take on that?
1: I mean, it's yeah. The, according to stats and the reality of it, it is true. But um, for me, it was a matter of me realizing my my own dreams and i i had to take a moment of kind of just thinking about me my career my dreams my brand etc it wasn't necessarily about wanting to add on to um you know the um to alcohol you know being such a playing a big role in 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 the negativity that happens in the black community it wasn't necessarily about that and i understand that that is reality but for me in in this moment in creating um beauty signature it was definitely um me moving towards realizing a dream more than anything so Mm -hmm. yeah i think it's it's a it's one of those things where it's like it's it's, yeah you have to choose one or the other and in this moment i definitely chose a dream of mine and um yeah i I think also i guess creating a non-alcoholic as well it's Kind of was trying to balance it, balance the equation to a certain extent. It's a very difficult question, but I guess I'll, I'll try and answer it the best way I can. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. But also the 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 industry that you've also uh, ventured into is quite male dominated, and which is nothing new to you because already um yeah. you've you've done so much in other um, spaces where which are still very much male dominated. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. But um. What are some of the challenges that you've experienced as a woman in that specific, you know, alcoholic space, or just even just in every business venture that you've actually been in? We can actually just broaden that question too.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's the thing is with being a woman in any industry, whether it's um, the entertainment industry or you know being a hip hop artist, etc., there will be a pushback that you will always have to expect, and you kind of almost have to um, work it into the planning process, like you know what happens when this takes place because you're a woman it's it's kind of like planning ahead, but you also expect it um and you it's the the unfortunate thing is yes, you have to definitely work ten times harder just because you're a woman, and i'm actually more than anything grateful for my team for b t m k um even the fact that you know i i've been fortunate enough to be in uh the position that i'm in like a um you know, uh, top shareholder in BTMK. It's, it's, it's very empowering. And I think more than anything, um, the route was to inspire, you know, the, to inspire women and to kind of start shifting the narrative that we can be in any industry. We can be in any space and we can take over and we can do it. You know, so I think the, the main focus now has, has been in everything that I do, in everything that I do, like business, work, et cetera. Um, it's to motivate and inspire and change the narrative that women can get into spaces and they can um, dominate and they can do it being themselves, you know, without having to act like a man or, or, you know, um, without having to change who they truly are as women in their feminine ways and in the ways in which they operate within the world. Um, You can't do it just being the woman that you are. So I think the the space I'm in now has been to enter as many spaces where I changed the narrative that, you know, um, women can be in any form of industry and can dominate and can do it um, seamlessly still being, um, you know, women without having to try and be like the men in the room, et cetera. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, it's never going to be easy. It's we're, we're all essentially in every space in every way that we Move days we'll always be fighting patriarchy but um i think the thing is always to to try as much as possible to change that narrative in any small or big way that you can and that's what i'm trying to do with um my journey in entrepreneurship and even in the in my career Mm.
0: i mean you're definitely dominating in in a lot of um you know you've, you've 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 been uh, what is, is Zozi saying? What did saying say? <laughs> you've been you've been Let's taking up, up space. space. You've been taking up mm-hmm. space <laughs> in, in 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 your in a lot of things that you've actually done in the industry. So but like well, how do you actually define success if if you even define it in any way? And how do you celebrate it? How does Boiti Tulo celebrate an achievement?
1: Uh, well with a BTE signature. <laughs> but um I with um defining success here for me it's um doing what you love and enjoying peace of mind while doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's a lot of the times the more you do, the more you want to do. It's just, you know, that's for me personally, that's how it's been. Like you do something and then after you do it, you're like, ah, oh, I motivate you because I think the success of one thing kind of shows you that, oh, it's possible. And then you want to try one more thing and one more thing. So
0: um
1: I think for me it's just been a journey of doing everything that I love as much as possible you know whether it completely succeeds or not I think the the success in, is in the is in the trying and is in the going with it and um, seeing it come to life you know and holding on to it until you see it come to life um, and whether it fails or not at least you can say gosh you know I went through life and I tried this and I did that and I and I I tapped into as many things that I love as possible um, and I because I for me I I don't want to be a little older one day and be like oh i should have tried this i should have done that Uh, i'm not saying i'm gonna do everything but i'm definitely gonna tap into as many of my passions as possible um because i always say like human beings are complex there's no way that you love one thing Mm. you know we all have things that we really are passionate about but we keep them you know Shut down, because I guess society always tells us, oh you must you know you must be the jack of all trade, you can't be the jack of all trades. you must just concentrate on one thing and enjoy it, but I don't believe in that. I feel like if there's anything that you're completely truly passionate about, you must try it, try it, you don't have to go all the way like um I mean you go all the way, but I'm saying, tap into as many of your passions and see which one you know gets your 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 butterflies going and gets your heart going and gets you excited. Um, you know, you don't have to stick to one thing for the rest of your life. And for me, the success is that it's it's, it's tapping into as many passions as possible that make you feel like you fulfilled something within your life. And yeah, and being able to say, "Hmm, I'm glad I did that, you know, instead of living a life of regrets and feeling like, oh, I should have, could have, would have. So yeah, I think success for me is, is, is tapping into as many passions as possible and enjoying the process as you go.
0: Yeah, this question might lead us into, uh, let, give us a glimpse of what's in the pipeline for boys to look, but do you have a tangible vision board? And
1: if you do, what exactly is on it? Yeah, I definitely have a couple of um, uh, vision boards. Funny enough, I was working on one like three days ago, no, four days ago. Because um, mm-hmm. I, 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 I do one, I think, every two years. And this year, I felt like I it was time for me to you know, when my, when the visions become bigger and, um, your, your aspirations change and, you know, when you feel like you've achieved certain things and now it's time to kind of, um, put the universe to the ultimate test with, with more, you know, um, I think it's time to create a new vision board and I do, I do have a, a tangible one. It's fantastic. It's one of my favorite things to do because you truly do realize the power of, you know, um, visualizing and, um, putting things out there into the universe and see, you know how it rewards you so yeah I'm a thorough believer in vision boards I've got one it's it's segmented there's like one part that's you know for dream home one part for dream career one part for traveling other part of motivational work so it's it's normally very huge because I don't like obviously mixing things around so yeah I do have a vision board I, I love vision boards I think they're so crucial.
0: Um, but one thing that I mean, a vision board and manifesting definitely does go hand in hand with just um, spirituality, and I know you're definitely big on that in that department as well. Um, and since disclosing your your spiritual journey, and uh, you know, have you been practicing in that department um, as as a sangoma? I don't know if I can actually call you that, but
1: um, have you? Well, I am a sangoma, but I I haven't been um, physically practicing. It's not a part of my journey as yet. Um which I'm you know, like the the how it works with ancestors is is they need you to sit down and start the the work of consulting and that's the the part they put you on. Then it will come. But at the moment it's everything has just been career based and my career growing. Still in tune wholeheartedly with um um Bungoma and, you know, Gapasa, et etc. But my mom actually is the one now who's kind of taken over she's the one that consults she gets clients etc and um it's wonderful to watch and see and it's um it's inspiring because it you know at least i have someone to look to when my time comes but at the moment no i i have not been practicing um i've just been it's it's been work my ancestors have placed me on a different um platform which is my career um and yeah i think when the time comes uh which i don't know when but then I'll I'll definitely embark on the practicing part. Mm.
0: And in as much as you know, you're definitely very much focused on your career. You've also spoken openly about wanting to settle down and start a family. How is it going in that department? Because of course, girl, we've been seeing the um, rumors, we've been seeing the pictures. You know, things kind of add uh, up.
1: <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm still I'm still enjoying the the my career and the entrepreneurial so I'm not saying that starting a family stops it, but I'm saying at the moment, um, nothing tangible <laughs> has come about that is leading me in that direction as yet. But I think, you know, when the time is right and when, you know, when God and the ancestors place everything in line, um, it will happen. I, I, I do. It's something I do want with all of my heart. You know, it's, it's one of the things that are part of the vision board. Um, and when it happens, it shall and I'm sure you guys will know and you'll see <laughs> when it happens. But for now, it's it's still just uh, Boiti and Asante and Sana enjoying life. <laughs>
0: um, you, you spoke about the fact that we would be able to see it once it happens. And, um, you know, when we look at a couple of social media images, you know, there have been speculations that somehow you might be involved with a certain actor. We'll try not to mention his name, but are you able to confirm or deny those things right now?
1: I'm just enjoying my time and my space on my own. Uh, you know what, I, I, there's been rumors with everyone, everyone that I'm, anyone I'm seen with, anyone I'm talking to, it's always just like, oh, he is, person. And it's just like, ugh, it's, like I said, it's the nature of the beast. It's the industry I'm in. I'm. I'm very much used to it and Mm. um, yeah it's when if there's anyone and it's legitimate and it's real and it's out there I I probably will gladly um, comfortably share it Um, yeah yeah, but at the moment like I said it's just me and my my babies my two fur babies Mm. do you do you
0: do you believe that um women can can have it all you know the career the family and everything in between Yeah, why not?
1: Mm. What's so, so different about us to men being able to do that? I don't think there's, I don't think it's impossible. Yeah. I think, um, now more than ever is, you know, a time where women should be motivated to have it literally all, all of it. Mm -hmm. The career, the family, the traveling, the, um, living your best life. Um, it is possible and it's so doable and, again it's a narrative that i'm very much looking forward to shifting and changing and to showing that it is possible and i think we've seen examples of it um like even in our industry like ismini she's beautiful marriage beautiful kids stunning career living her best life i think she's uh, such a brilliant example there's uh pearl media she's got a beautiful family like i know i mentioned names and it's not fair you know but with regards to I think people that show that it's possible, there's Connie Ferguson there's um, mm-hmm. Kumalu. they really do show that you you can have this phenomenal impactful career, and you can have this stunning family and you can have a lifetime partner and and enjoy life, so it is very possible. We've seen multiple examples of it, and you know I want to be a part of that um trainer as well nice, nice
0: and and the fact that you're also doing business but also juggling a um a rap career as well how do you how do you how do you actually dabble between the two or even just in everything that you do
1: you know what i think um being passionate about um all the 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 spaces that i'm in um it it plays a huge role so nothing ever feels like too much work and also like, like I have such fantastic teams that I work with. I've got Halo Heritage that I deal with my fumes, my hair care. And then I've got BTMK with the, uh, the BT signature. And, you know, I've got um, Universal and Bash. And I've got my PA. So I've, I've just got a, a solid team. And I never feel like I'm doing everything on my own. So I think that also plays a huge role in being able to feel like um, I'm able to do everything that I'm doing, um, it's not a one-man show. I'm definitely surrounded by people who are assisting me tremendously. And I think it, it makes the journey much easier and more enjoyable as well. Mm.
0: Um, so in closing, in as much as, um, you know, you've already shared this already with us, but how, how has, you know, being the most followed um, artist in the, in the entertainment industry benefited you thus far? Did that change your life in any way thus far?
1: It's a lot of pressure. <laughs> um, it's it's but it's 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 really like I said, it's gratifying. It's it's humbling. It's incredible. Um, you know, because also you know, social media is a part of the career. It's a part of um, uh, a stream of income. So that's helped tremendously as well. And yeah, it's 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 broadening my horizons as well. Like social media numbers, they play quite a big deal now in today's day and age. Um, so it's, it's assisted tremendously in building my career and, in being able to enter certain spaces with those numbers and being like, well, I've got the numbers. So, you know, there's no, you have to give me the, the, the opportunity, etc. So it's, it's helped tremendously. That's why I don't take it for granted because every single number counts and it, it, it helps and it builds. And, um, yeah, I mean, there's pressure as well to, <laughs> to give people a reason as to why they must follow you, you know, um, but, <sighs> more than anything i think i'm just very grateful that um people are there they're supporting and they're showing love and um yeah it, it adds on to a good career yeah
0: and um obviously you you are quite a successful person but also you do surround yourself with quite uh, a number of um other entertainment you know personalities uh, around you um and there's there's a lot of people that have said that you are such good company to keep um do you think that applies to you somehow in the entertainment industry or just like just in general how what is what do you think it is about you that really makes people gravitate towards you
1: I don't know I guess I don't know but for, for me personally, I think just you know being authentic and um and being as kind as possible to everyone and being understanding and keeping away from, you know, like unnecessary conflict. I think it's it's helped a lot, you know, and um yeah, like I said, the main thing for me it's always just protecting my peace of mind. And I move into spaces where my peace of mind is top of top of like it's very important. So if the space is not comfortable and I feel like it's it's stripping away at me feeling comfortable and being happy and being peaceful. And I just remove myself from it. And I also try and contribute to to people feeling at peace and feeling comfortable, et cetera. So I think that's something that human beings will always have in um, in common. It's things that human beings will always gravitate towards anyone or anything that makes you feel okay and comfortable and at peace. And I think I try and contribute um, in that way when it comes to the spaces that I'm in. So um, I think it just makes it easier for me to be around people when I keep that in mind, you know. Mm. So I don't know, it's 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 cool. And yeah, I don't I don't um I'm not a fan of just conflict. It's just not my portion. I don't like it. So I try and as much as possible wherever I am to keep the peace, keep it fun, keep it enjoyable and yeah. Yeah.
0: This might be a personal question, but since you are back on your um, if I could say body goals journey, um, how has it been like just getting back in in into that space again? I saw you also tweeted oh, about like you know taking your bucket list and you know actually exercising to your own music as well. Music, yeah,
1: I know it's been it's been so good. Um, you know uh, the the body journey is such a it's such a personal and complicated one because yeah you have days where it's just like ah, I can't. I don't feel like it. I don't want to. And then you have other days where you're incredibly motivated. And I think I'm in a phase at the moment where I'm deeply motivated and it's enjoyable. And I think also I'm enjoying it more now because I'm doing it for myself more than it is for a project or something. You know, right now it's just I'm going because I want to and because I'm enjoying it and I'm doing it for me. And it feels good. And um yeah, and it's I'm enjoying it a lot. And I don't know. What the transformation is going to be like and um, when it's going to happen, but that's a nice thing. I'm doing it with no timeline, with no expectations. I'm just enjoying the process, and I think that's what's probably motivating me more and more to um, to stay in the you know the the gym space. And also, it's 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 created a lot of serenity, you know, because um, you know when you go to gym, I think you just feel better, even though it, when you go, it feels like oh, I'm so tired. I don't feel like going. Once you get out, you you're just like, oh, this is the reason why it's so important to continue with the keeping physically fit, but also, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a pandemic, so every, nothing is everything is just confusing. You know, <laughs> one day you feel like it, one day you don't. Um, but yeah, I'm just right now with my my journey with my body. It's it's all it's very personal. It's more for me, and it is for putting it out there and putting it on social media, like, hey, let's work out. These are working. Gonna... You know, it's for the first time now in a long time. It's it's just and just enjoying it in my own personal space and just yeah yeah.
0: And um, you're no stranger to reality TV, and you have so much that's going on right now. Will we be seeing that play out uh, at some point?
1: Um yeah, it's not something I've let go of. Um, I it's it's yeah definitely something that I, I definitely want to do. But I think now even more so you know, coming in with the executive producing hat, um, I think that's going to be more fun and I, it's the space I'm definitely trying to thoroughly tap into like um, producing and um, and creating things of my own even without me being in them um, mm-hmm. so I'm looking forward to that but yeah, the reality show it's, it's something that will return I'm still working on it when the time comes mm-hmm. um, for now it's just a, a work in progress and you know with the, the unpredictability of the the pandemic it's yeah there's everything is very unpredictable you can't count on something because things could change so easily so but in the meantime it's something I'm working on um and when the time comes it's yeah I'll be on the screens Mm, amazing
0: um I'll definitely leave it at that I really do appreciate the time that you took to actually chat to us
1: thank you so much I appreciate it all right for now bye